Hello and welcome to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast where one of the hosts once made a car full of people on their way to breakfast make a pit stop at a Bojangles so he could get a chicken sandwich at 7.30 in the morning. It is the Never Words podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother, Tim. Tim, what do you have to say for yourself? I don't regret anything. That Bojangles sandwich was like a breakfast appetizer. Uh, which I think is slept on in the going out for breakfast game. There should be appetizers. Well, I'll say this. You were the only one to get to eat a breakfast appetizer, but you bought two sandwiches. I think the other one was consumed later in the day. Sounds like a smart play. We were going to a place that sold that we ate chicken and waffles. I'm pretty sure I finished my plate. Yeah. Your heart and your cholesterol aren't thrilled about it. Yeah, probably not. Bojangles needs to make its way up here. I know we're a, a few listeners shy of ads, but I'm going to put some feelers out. Maybe we can get them. Yeah, well, uh, no it's only $200,000 to uh, buy a franchise. I looked it up. All right, then we'll, you know, spread the word on this podcast bring in the money and you can get yourself a Bojangles chain just so you Ooh, can eat Bojangles. I don't think that would be very good for me. How oh, you'd die. You would yeah. Die. Griff and then this new baby would be fatherless a single, at a young age. A, a single parent. How'd dad go the way he wanted to? Just chewing on Bojangles sandwiches. All right, Tim. More importantly, I sent you a video today. We are now an international podcast. I did see that. Thank you to all of the Australian listeners out there. Thank you to uh, the Australian listener that stumbled on this podcast. Uh, I hope you're listening again. Um, if, you, if you want some merch, it's going to take a while, but we'll, we'll send you a t-shirt. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know how international shipping works. Good luck with your revolution. Probably no basis behind that so tim the patriots slaughtered the jets on sunday 54 to 13 Uh, i thought they should have got for gone for 61 okay well mac jones 24 for 36 370 yards two touchdowns no interceptions damian harris 14 carries 106 yards two touchdowns i think J.J. Taylor had two touchdowns. Yep. Bolden uh, had a huge game. Brandon Bolden, yep. Six catches, 79 yards and touchdown. Jacoby Myers had five catches. Hunter Henry had a touchdown. It was, it was just fun to watch. But also got kind of boring when they put Hoyer in at the end. Still threw the ball. Interesting approach. Yeah, that, that's, that right there is that Belichick just hates the Jets. Yeah. So... I thought it was awesome. All right. My question to you. Can they, you can they build off this? It was the jets who are God awful and lost. 100% can build off it. They played the jets three weeks ago and their offense didn't look anything like that. Mac Jones looked okay. I guess like everything was so short and let's not make a mistake. Damian Harris played great against the Jets the first time, but this offense looked, 
I would say 10 times better than it did three weeks ago against them. It's the same team. Like, yeah, the Jets are terrible, but their offense is terrible. You know, their defense isn't great, but it's not as bad as, like, I don't know, the Texans, which the Patriots didn't do well against. Like, I think you can use this as, like, a look where we were three weeks ago. Now we're here. Because that's the offense that went up against the Cowboys. Yeah. The offense played great, fine against the Cowboys. And the offense played fine against the Bucks. Yeah. So my thing was, although the Jets suck, scoring 54 points is nothing to sniff at. And I know they passed up wicked late, but you still scored 54 points in the NFL, which is it doesn't happen often. I don't think it's happened yet this year. And teams have played no, the I Jets every it, week. Yeah. One team lost to the Jets. Yeah. Tennessee. Now they're everyone's <laughs> favorite team. Um, so the O-line tip. Mm-hmm. The O-line found a new combination they like in practice. And it is Isaiah Wynn at left tackle, Ted Karras at left guard. Andrew's obviously the center, Jack Mason at right guard, and Mike Onwenu, 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 at right tackle. So, and I read that they liked this combination because it got Karras into the guard position, which he is better at than Heron and Ferentz, and that's what they liked. This is the one part where I'll be like, it was the Jets. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, what is it? Queen and Williams. He's good. He's their best D lineman. Yeah. It's Joey Bosa this week. Joey Bosa and Derwin James at linebacker. Yeah, but he Derwin James plays like that Adrian Phillips linebacker safety. Yeah. But I'm talking about a, a real pass rusher. Yeah, they have a real a real guy. You know, that's the one thing where I'll push back a little bit and be like, yeah, they did great against the Jets. Let's see him stop Joey Bosa for which I think they will. I think they'll just run away from him. Well, Belichick has always like looked at the best guy on a defensive line whether it be Von Miller or JJ Watt or whoever and figured it out either mm-hmm. run away from him or just Johnu Smith if he plays because I know he hurt him he got hurt his shoulder or Hunter Henry just chip him and then because he's a left end right I don't know if right he switches. he's a right so he'll go up against win go up against win yeah okay so they'll sure. definitely definitely chip yeah. So you're saying that Bill Belichick won't just let the end run freely if they're running to the far side of the field? Well, these guys are in the NFL, though, Tim. Oh, that's true. That's true. So, that's why they're making that play. Yeah. Uh, so with the Chargers coming up, what do you think about the secondary is a little dinged up. 
but I did see today McCordy looks like he's going to play. He cleared the injury report. But yeah, Jonathan Jones, Jones is out for the year, and he was their slot guy. And the Chargers have an awesome quarterback, two really good wide receivers in Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, a good tight end in Jared Cook, and then a really good pass catching back in Austin Eckler. Yeah, I think this is a big week for the secondary. I mean, Jalen Mills has been okay, but he kind of misses on the big play. But they kind of they get that going for him because the Chargers don't really hit big plays. They're not like a 40, 50 yard plus big play team. You know, they kind of eat at you. Which if they can keep everything in front of them is okay. But I think Mike Williams, touchdown Mike Williams, he has six TDs this year. I think that's kind of his thing, isn't it? They No, I think he's a a jump ball in the uh within the red zone type of guy. I just don't like they're not like gonna hit you for a 60, 50, 40 yard play out of nowhere. Unless the defense makes a big mistake. Yeah, I, I worry about trying something deep because of uh, Herbert's cannon. Yeah. I think they... Plus, the Chargers are going to come in hot. They had a bye week. Yeah. They lost to the Ravens right before it badly. So they might come in and be like, and the Patriots... Shut them out 41 nothing last year. I think it was 41. Just embarrassed them. That was so weird. That was late. Was it late in this? Yeah, it was late in the season, December 6th, 45 to nothing. And it's one of those uh, Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback thing. He's not a rookie anymore. But I like. He was 26 for 53 with 209 yards and two picks. I guess you have to throw that many times because you're down 28 nothing at halftime. But if they can do that again, force force them to throw, be that inaccurate, which is, I guess, what you can say about any quarterback. You also had Gilmore. That's true. Did they know when did he get hurt? I when he, did Gilmore get hurt last year? I thought he got hurt in the playoff game. Or, um, oh, did he? Last... Oh, yeah, he played. He played. Yeah, you you had Gilmore to go against Keenan Allen, and that's the been that's been the thing this year. Is J.C. Jackson's good, but we've said before we think he's a really good number two. Yeah, I think that Belichick owns the Chargers. So I do think they might slow down their offense. And I also look back at when they played good offenses, the Bucks and the Cowboys, they hold them in check for most of the game. Their defense is good. Like that that Texans game is I don't even I don't know what to call that. But their defense is good. They held the Bucks under 30. And the Cowboys only got over 30 in overtime. Well, this is the thing. This is where people are, get all high and mighty and want to say, 
like Belichick is nothing without Brady. That's the whole thing people want to say now. But he still comes up with game plans to stop Tom Brady. Slow, well, not stop. Slow down Tom Brady. Slow down Dak until that breakdown at the end and a couple, you know, the pick six. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Certain plays that sw- swung that from a win, a close win to Dak putting up 450 yards. I don't so think the stats it, don't look it, yeah. like he did that, well against like they slowed him down, but they kind of did. If you watch the game, it wasn't until the end there. Yeah, I agree with that. Everyone kept saying Belichick let up. Was it the total 600 something yards? It was something ridiculous. And they were like, oh, wow, the Cowboys must have run off, you know, destroyed them. And it's like, they got 600 yards and only scored 34 points. It was 567. Yeah, 567 but, and 34 points. Yeah, 35, but yeah. Same difference. But, yeah, that doesn't add up. Like, the Patriots still made plays. Yeah, they had two turnovers at but the goal goes, line. One was a pick in the end zone, one they punched the ball out. And that goes to back to what the Patriots kind of have always been is that bend and don't break defense. They make a big play in the red zone for the most part over the past 20 years. So in this game, do you see them taking away Mike Evans or Keenan Allen? Why did I say Mike Evans? Yeah, I do too. I think they'll start I think- Keenan Allen. And then I think they're going to say, Eckler, you're going to beat us catching the ball. Jared Cook, I think, is a little overrated. He's decent, but everybody's always said he's decent. And he's never really done anything. And then Mike Williams is, like you called him, touchdown Mike Williams. He's a home run guy. He's not going to catch 12 passes and, you know, pick you apart. So I think it's going to – and I don't think they'll run. I don't think they can run on the Patriots. So I agree. I think they will start by saying, Keenan Allen, go ahead. You, or you're taken out of the game. And then their goal is just going to be keep everything in front of them when it comes to Mike Williams. And it's like take your – if you have Austin Eckler in fantasy this week, watch out. You might get 11 catches, 12 catches. Yeah. But I think that's going to be their goal. We'll get 60 yards. Right. So. And then, I don't know. I don't know. I know Herbert's awesome and gotten better, but obviously Belichick has seen something where he feels like he can. Well, and if the Ravens were able to do what they did to him, I think, A, the Patriots have better coaching, and B, the Patriots have better defensive players. So if that's out there, like Belichick's looking at that Ravens game saying we can do that and some. Yeah. And the, let me look it up. I'm trying, defensive DVOA. I don't know how the, I feel like the chargers are just like, okay on defense. I don't know where they stand right now. I'm pulling it up. 
sorry, this is not great podcasting, but I have a. And how's uh, Sham Sharani's uh, Vikings beat being a better defense than the Patriots think on? Uh, Sham? He is a Sham. Wait, hold on. Let me count down here. I got to get on Twitter. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So they're 16th in DBO, defensive DBOA. They're actually behind the Patriots. That makes sense. So I bring this up because Mac Jones, again, it was the Jets. I know. But he finally had seven completions over 20 yards. They finally stretched. Yeah. And then he, so for me, they need to keep going down the field. I've been saying this for a while. They need to keep going down the field. But I, and I think they're the wide receivers they have outside of maybe Myers are better on deeper routes. You know, I mean, like Aguilar and Bourne. Yeah, they're better doing something deeper. I gotta say, Bourne is really growing on me. Yeah, I'm a big Bourne guy. Always like the Bourne Bridge. He scores touchdowns now. Bourne, Jason Bourne. Great, Great movies. But the other thing I'm starting to notice a little bit, it seems like Hunter Henry is going to be the guy at tight end, or is. It's it's trending towards Hunter Henry being that guy at tight end. He's definitely targeted more than John Smith, but John Smith had a big game. He did, but it seems like he had a big game because they made it a point to get him the ball a few times. No. Hunter Henry is still doing the seams and the little hitches in the middle and little outs and drag routes, all that stuff, and getting open. But I think that's what they want. They want... To like get Jonu Smith in the game early on the drags where he breaks a couple tackles and that screenplay where I think that screenplay went for 25 plus maybe because Hunter Henry, I think is going to be like that reliable. I'm going to run a seam. I'm going to run a hitch. I'm going to sit in between the linebackers in this zone and I'm going to run out and I'm just always going to be open. I saw in, I believe it was an interview in the, the athletic that Hunter Henry he brought up such a good point, which is also a good point for not just him, but the whole offense. He said in training camp, he was hurt, but in general, Mac didn't take all the snaps with the ones because no. Cam Newton was there no. and then they cut Cam Newton. And now it's like, okay, here's the guy, here's the guy going with the ones from now on. So Hunter Henry said I was later than even that because I was hurt all training camp. It seems like this, they might just start being getting comfortable with each other. And I think that's the case with Henry. And I think that's the case with Bourne. I think Myers is just kind of who Myers is. I think he's going to be middle of the field possession receiver. Hopefully someday he gets his touchdown. <laughs> and then Bourne and Henry might turn into Mac Jones's guys. Yeah. I, I completely, and I think that might even be why they were a little hesitant to, you know, 
push the envelope with Mac Jones in the beginning half. Like, granted, this game wasn't close, so, like, there was no situation where you were putting the game on Jones's shoulders. Well, I guess they didn't do it against the Cowboys. So, I just think they're, like, McDaniels, but more so Belichick might be coming, like, might start trusting Jones more. Yeah. You know, like, well, he clearly didn't trust him. That's why he kicks a 53-yard field goal. True. But I do think he trusted him enough to be like, we need, okay, you threw the pick six. Now we need to drive down and score. And he, I mean, we talked about it. Diggs got burned and the safety made a made horrible the, play. A terrible. So play. like two defensive backs made terrible plays, but that usually is what happens unless you're Patrick Mahomes and, or Aaron Rodgers yeah. on deep balls. It's someone fucks up. I don't and even, I, they were showing that um, touchdown for some reason on good morning football this week that I still can't wrap my head around what that safety was doing. It's exact, he, was, he was going outside. It's exactly was what running a slant. It was like the saints safety did in that Minnesota miracle play. He came up and went for this weird hit and didn't play the ball, played the guy and then like whiff. Yeah, but he was even more outside than that. It didn't. It, it was as if Mac Jones was throwing an out route. Yeah, to like an underneath wide receiver. It made no sense. I remember he released it, and I just kind of was like, "Okay, sweet." You can tell they're kind of stretching the field here, and I I yelled out loud because I yeah. didn't expect. The... You just saw the safety like flash, and you were like, "What the." Oh, I expected oh a catch like, and just like instantly being tackled. And then the safety was in Woburn and not near yeah. the play. Fucking Woburn. <laughs> Another thing about the offense that I'm starting to notice that I don't hate. I was never a huge fan, not, not a fan of his, but I didn't see his, uh, the need for him on offense, but Brandon Bolden kind of playing James White's role. Don't hate yeah. it. Brandon Bolden has always done this exact thing, though. Like, randomly like he has showing sh- up? Ram- randomly shows up and has a huge game. Then you don't see him for six weeks. Well, then he makes, like, two tackles on special teams over the next two weeks. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah you. And then he'll get a handoff. And, he'll, like, the, the fact that he beat the Patriots in that Miami game, what was it, three years ago? Yeah. He had a 60-something yard run. And it was just like, yeah, that's Brandon Bolden in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. He has one, and that was it. That was his only flash in the pan in Miami. Yeah, and then he just came back. Classic Belichick. Go get your money. Do your thing. But when you're sick of it, when they're sick of you, come back and do the one specific thing I ask you to do for little money. J.J. Taylor looked good. Yeah. I that was going to bring me to my next thing. When he's healthy, Damian Harris is so good. Yeah. He's just so good. Really someone that, like, you can say running back is taken care of for, I don't know, I wouldn't give him the Derrick Henry treatment. I would give him maybe no. 20 carries a game. If that, 15 to 20. I think he's comfortable, yeah, 15 to 20. Because I feel like he... I mean, he's good, but he hasn't – he's shown that he'll fumble the ball if yeah. he's worked too much. 
So, all right. I say keep him where he is, and because the offensive line is only going to get better. Trent Brown is going to come back at some point when they replace his calf. I know. Was so, what do you think? Do you think they win? I do. I think they're going to go on a little roll because if they don't beat the Chargers, they have the, I believe it's the Browns after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Baker is going to be out of the Browns game. Oh, no. So if they, they have the Chargers, they have the Panthers, then the Browns, Falcons, Titans. Chargers. Panthers. Panthers, Browns, Falcons, Titans. Yeah, they could win a few of these games before they get to the Titans and I don't. I just don't want to watch their run defense against Derek. Henry. I say they go three and one in these next four. Hmm. They have. They have to. I kind of want to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I kind of think. I don't know. I feel like the Chargers beat them. I feel like these awesome quarterbacks are going to give them trouble all year because matching as good as their offense looked last week against the Jets, matching really, really, really good quarterbacks is going to be a is going to be a struggle for them. Yeah. And I mean, so say they lose this game, the Colts are after the Titans. You're not really seeing, I don't know if I believe in the Titans. Mm -hmm. Like Derrick Henry is going to eat them alive. Maybe. No. Well, that's the thing. He's going to eat them alive or, they're going to be so focused on them that Julio Jones and AJ Brown will give them a lot of trouble. Yeah. But we're not there yet, Tim. We're not. We got, they have the Chargers. I do think they'll have trouble. I think Herbert's so good. I think last year's game was just a little fluky, especially with they had a punt ba- return and a punt blocked, I think. Yeah. And they put up 45 points with Cam Newton as their quarterback. I just, even though some of those, as you just said, we're special teams. I don't know. I like, I'm interested to see if they do the same thing as they did against the Bucks and the Cowboys, where they kind of just confuse the hell out of the quarterback for enough. Obviously, 400 That's yards the one Tom thing. Brady didn't get confused, but. The one thing is the Bucks and the Cowboys have, I would say, Way more weapons. They're probably way the top more two teams in football right than now. what the Chargers are going to bring out. So they shut down Mike Evans, and for the most part, oh, you outside, did it too. It's Keenan Allen. No, no, no. Shut down Mike Evans. They oh, for the most the part shut down Ceedee Lamb. Well, they completely took Cooper out of it. Cooper. So say you take Keenan Allen out, Mike Williams is not going to beat you. Jared Cook right. isn't going to beat you. Like, Eckler could if they can establish the run, but I just don't see it. So, they don't – like, those teams, when they lost to the Bucks and the Cowboys, it was over the course of the game where it was like, we just have so many weapons that, like, your defense can take one guy and we have three more, four more wide receivers that are going to – somebody's going to be open eventually. All right, twist my arm. Patriots win. There we go. We gotta figure Halloween. out how we're watch. We gotta figure out how we're watching this on the at the Halloween party. Uh, I assume on your TV. Yeah, trick or treating is from six to eight here. So, yeah, 
Chris is going to be outside for 30 minutes. Okay. He's going to knock on a couple doors. I'm talking about the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids that come to my door. Anyway. Kate will, Kate will feed them. So. That's it for the Patriots. You said you wanted to do a whip around little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I have is the Chiefs suck now. Yeah. I'm kind of glad. Yeah. No, As so a- Patrick Mahomes doesn't suck. They're just no. totally in a rut right now. But I kind of love his stupid passes getting picked off. Yeah. Like it's about time. Like it's- you were, you're, not better than Tom Brady. It's just he was doing these passes and then House of Highlights and Bleacher Report and I gotta hear about it forever. And obviously they were insane. But these stupid getting tackled by two guys and you chuck it up and then Kelsey catches it and breaks it for 25 yards. Eventually it's gonna bite you in the ass and it has. My favorite one is the no look passes that now get intercepted or he throws them into the stands. Where it's like, you can look at him because he's so right. open. You could just look at him and throw it. Yeah, that's... You're doing this to yourself. There, I have seen a couple of those on Red Zone where it's like, I get it. But at the same time, you stop, you plant your feet for a second. You can hit Kelsey or whoever right on in the numbers. Yeah. Okay, next up. The Titans are now apparently the best team in the AFC. I'm a big Bengals fan. Oh, see, now you're even drinking crazier Kool-Aid. You You think so? You have skipped over the tropical punch and the grape, and you've gone right to cherry. First of all, cherry Kool-Aid is my favorite Kool-Aid. See, this is where where I swear you have a different dad. (laughs) Cherry Kool-Aid is... Uh, Aunt Judy always used to have... They they always had cherry Kool-Aid in their fridge. It's maybe fourth. You're out of your mind. Tim, tropical tropical fruit is the best Kool-Aid. Is that the blue one? Yeah. No. I'm red Kool-Aid all day. It it's blue. Fruit. No, tropical fruit is in a blue container, but it's red. It's the it's the Kool-Aid you think of. The Kool-Aid Cherry I think Kool-Aid. Of. Cherry Kool-Aid it, is the Kool-Aid I think of. No, it tastes like cough syrup. Anyways, we're moving on. I like the taste of cough syrup. So the Titans. You said earlier you don't really believe in them. No, I mean, I don't think, like everybody says, okay, they beat the Ravens. That's a good win. I don't think the Chiefs is a good win when the Chiefs look like they suck. And you Mm -hmm. lost to the Jets. Yeah, but they beat the Bills too. Yeah, but the Bills were riding high. They they just beat the Chiefs again. Also doesn't look that good. But like they got so up for that Monday night game and then they go into Tennessee and think like, "Oh, it's the Titans who just lost to the Jets. Like we're going to roll them." And and they lose, but I don't know. I'm not totally sold on the Titans. I'm not saying they're bad, and I think their offense can be really good once both wide receivers are healthy again. I think Julio Jones is hurt right now. Julio Jones has been kind of hurt for the last five years. When they have Jones, Brown, and Henry, 
Like, are you really scared of Tannehill, though? I think Tannehill is better than giving credit to sometimes. But I'm never afraid of him. But I, I think he'll always kind of just be like, oh, I don't know. He could make this play. He seems a little he reminds me of like a little bit better Alex Smith when he was with the Chiefs. I can see that. He he has the pieces around him, like he had Jamal Charles, Tony Gonzalez, maybe. And it was just like Alex Smith is gonna make the plays he's supposed to Alex Smith is supposed to make. But he's not gonna like carry you if things get hard. That's okay. what I think of Tannehill. Okay. All right. And you like the Bengals. You're high on the Bengals. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand how you can't be. Yeah. The defense, there are, their offense is scary. And Jamar Chase, Chase is nasty. Yeah. He's very good. I, um, I mean, and it seems like Sewell isn't that great of a, an offensive lineman yet. So maybe them not taking Sewell. When everyone was like, you need to protect Joe Burrow. And he's like, no, I need a guy to throw to. Joe Burrow knew what he's talking about. I think Sewell's good. I read something a couple weeks ago that he hasn't allowed a sack yet. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. I just haven't heard about him. And, and I think Chase he was hurt. He might have been hurt last the past couple of weeks. Oh, you don't hear about tackles, Tom. That's true. Any other topics? Also a tackle for the fucking Lions. Did you have any uh, topics in your mind? Who would you say? I saw this on Twitter today. Who would you say is the best one loss team? It was Bucks, Rams, Bengals, Bills. Uh, I'm going to say the Bucks. The Bucks are on TV all the time at the jail, and their offense is outstanding. Oh, and Packers. No, I, it's the Bucks. Wait, sorry. No, the Bucks aren't. It, oh, okay, Cowboys, Bucks, Rams, Packers. The Bills have two losses, and the Bengals have two losses. So we were wrong. Cowboys, Bucks, Rams, Packers. Bills, or Bucks. Bucks is my answer. They're the champs. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's the Bucks. I think those are actually the best four teams right now. I don't think the Cardinals are even though they're 7-0. You're not, not buying into the Cardinals? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, we'll see tonight. This game's going to be awesome. I know. We're, we're missing some of it because you wanted, you always want to record so late. Um, and then I guess we can – did you have any anything else in the NFL? Um, no, I think that's it. Jets so suck. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I was thinking is the Patriots should go, could go. If they go four and two against the AFCs, split with the Bills, split with the Dolphins, they're going to be in good position for the playoffs because they still, they're going to play the Jaguars. They're going to play, they still got some shitty teams to play. Yeah. Well, the Dolphins, I mean, and I don't think three T te- or Two or two teams are going to come out of the AFC North. You don't think the Ravens and the Bengals? I meant to say three teams because they were saying the Browns. Yeah, I don't think. Like, the I don't Browns think three. Will. I don't. I don't think the 
they just Baker Mayfield has a broken shoulder and a torn labrum. And they're like, yeah, he might play. Like he's not going to play. His shoulder is broken. Yeah. It's not, it's not what you did want. you see the hit where he broke his shoulder? Wasn't he diving for a ball? No, he, he threw it. He was running to his left and he threw a pass and he got tackled and his arm went like out in front of him. Oh, you yeah. could like see it. It looks like a play where you break your shoulder on. Yeah. That's gross. So I think the AFC South, uh, people are high on the Colts for some reason. You're out of your mind. Yeah, don't Carson they Wentz have looks like, they have the same record as the Patriots, don't they? Yeah, and Carson Wentz looks like a giraffe. Okay. That's like just so uncoordinated. But then so you got the Titans and the South, Ravens, Bengals in the north, Bills in the east, Chargers in the west. What about the Raiders four and two? I think they're going to come down to earth. I'm just saying, so that's five teams. So there's two more spots between the Patriots, Raiders, Chiefs, I guess the Browns, I guess the Colts. I don't know. I think the Patriots can play with anybody. All right. I love your optimism. But I believe your optimism is going to fade quickly when we talk about Marcus Smart. Yep. Okay. So let me just real quick throw some throw some numbers at you and then we can discuss because you wanted to bring him up you you added this to the the rundown mm-hmm. he currently is shooting 31 percent from two-point range that's good 24 percent from three-point range for a total of 26 percent overall so i want to get away tim it was wednesday morning and I was watching them play the Hornets game back. Now, I had no idea what happened. Didn't check anything. Said I'll watch it at 7 in the morning. It'll be great. Got back, you know, watched the begin- the first quarter and a half. Had breakfast. Came back. And it was the fourth quarter. And there was 9 to 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And Tatum was off the floor. But it was still a close game. And Smart made... I would say anywhere from, uh, I think he made three great defensive plays in a row. And every time down the floor on offense, he shot an awful three. And they were down by five at this point. And all they kept doing was shooting threes. And I was watching it thinking, I know he's making all these plays on defense, but he is costing them the game on offense. It's just, it's out of control. He, Schroeder should be the starting point guard. And Marcus Smart should get 20 minutes a game. And the five to seven of those should be at the end of the game when he's doing defensive possessions. And that's it. Or get him off the team. He is, it was awful to watch. Yeah, so he is not a pillar, like everyone wants to call him. He's just not that. So last night... Or... But then he, he kind of saved the game at the end of the Hornets game. He yeah, got that... the steal. 
that happens, but you might not be in that position offensively if you have a better player playing his minutes. If he didn't and, take f- those five threes. So. Well, he probably wound up taking 10 threes that game. but. So what really gave me the red ass, I was watching last night, Wednesday night, in a loss to, I already forgot who they lost to because it was so miserable to watch. Oh, I was just looking at it. Um... Anyways, there's there was one point where I'm Wizards. watching. Wizards. The Wizards. And it's a close game. Smart brings the ball up. It's a starting five out there. Jalen goes to the corner, the left corner. Tatum is at the left wing. Smart goes right and is trying to run like pick and roll. All, trying to, he's dribbling too much. Mm-hmm. Trying to run, I don't know if it's pick and roll. I don't know if it's a, a three-man game, which I don't even think exists. I mean, I get a two-man game if you got like a good point guard and a big man, you know, like Jokic. Yeah, no, the, three, the three-man game with Horford and Robert Williams, that's Tim, devastating. He, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were just standing on the left side of the court like J- James Harden had the ball. Yeah. I, I'm sitting by myself, and I'm like, this is not what you want. I said it. I was like, not what you want. Out loud, to myself, in the living room. Dogs yeah. are looking at me like, this guy's crazy. But you know what? I'm not, because it's not no, what you want. It's, it's not. It is... It's to the point where I think they need to trade him, which they're not going to. They just signed him, I think. Unless that they was gave him a little money. specifically to get him to a tradable contract. It's not like he got a max. But I think they need to realize he, he shouldn't have the ball anything over three seconds in the shot clock. Tatum should bring it up. And if Tatum or Brown aren't bringing it up, then Schroeder should be in the game to bring the ball up. I um, Marcus Smart was never a point guard. Also, no, he so became this point guard three years ago. The thing that it's just like the two, the three man game he was playing. He does this thing where he misses a three. Time Lord gets an offensive rebound, kicks it back out. He just steps right into another three and misses it. You're, it's the whole thing where it's like, I want that from Brown and Tatum. And then other guys in the league, Steph Curry, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, are so much better than yeah. smart. It's just, it. I get the, I get it, but you're also getting a fresh, well, a fresh 14 seconds. You can not get, you can do something to not get a Marcus Smart three. And they were taking these threes, but it was everybody. It was like, that was the offense. I want, it was, when I was watching that Hornets fourth quarter, it was Brown, Smart, Horford, Williams. No, Williams, Grant Williams. And, maybe Pritchard and they just all for five minutes of game time only took threes while getting multiple defensive stops. And I couldn't, I was just like, you're losing by five, get a layup, get a mid range jumper, do anything else 
other than dribble down and shoot a three with seven seconds on the shot clock. Yeah, they um, are. I was so convinced that they're shooting threes the way they have been was just like a Brad Stevens thing. Me too. But let me here. Let me go game by game here because I have. A I think theory. they said in the broadcast they had the most threes. Yeah. All right. So they took twenty three. Free throws against the Knicks, but that was double overtime. 21 against the Raptors. Or no, that was the Raptors. Sorry. They took 11 free throw attempts against the Raptors to, where is it? Three-point attempts, 34 threes. This is, now now I'm getting upset. So now they win a game against the Rockets. They shoot... They have 20 uh, free throw attempts, 47 threes. It's That's still, crazy. It's still a crazy amount. And then against the Hornets, another win. They have 25 to 50. I don't know. I don't. I, I got to look it up. I got to see what like efficient teams do. If it's doubled like the Celtics have been. And then last night it was 28 to Wow, 29. Interesting. That is but interesting. They lost. It's I I said earlier, like two weeks ago, I thought they were gonna win 50 games. I don't know, Tim. This is a frustrating team to watch. Yeah. Watching them on offense is because they're good. They're good on defense for the most part. They play at least. Yeah, yeah. I've I that's not ever been my issue. They can't rebound still, so. No, but at least they, like, they're not giving up the easy offense like they kind of were last year so far, but it's just like watching them on offense is brutal. They just dribble, pass, they dribbled a little more, and then they pass it one more time, and that person takes a three. Contested, uncontested, it does not matter. There's no movement. Nobody's cutting. There's like barely if if you get a pick, you're going around it and you're shooting a three. Nobody's ever moving towards the hoop. Yeah. Which is crazy. Robert Williams is great around the hoop. That alley oop that Tatum threw him was awesome. And that was just a pick and or I think that was actually off a, yeah, a steal, well, but We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Udoka's calling out guys, saying they're not tough. He said they knew he knew they were going to lose and shoot around last night because they weren't engaged. So maybe he's what they need. I hope they don't get butt hurt about it. I hope they listen to it. He's been there for five, five games. Maybe he will go to Brad Stevens and say, "I don't see it with smart. I know you do, but I don't see it." So. We'll have to see where this goes. Yeah, no, it's definitely good that he's calling him out. I think because I think he looks at it like, are you guys serious? This is this is not the offense we're going to run. Then again, that's the offense he's been running for five games. Yeah. Like, well, you're not changing the offense. You put the offense in in the off, off season. Yeah. So you're happy with them shooting 53s a game. 
and I hitting 30% of them. He may be, but I am not. All right. So we have the Patriots. Uh, Patriots this Sunday. World Series is going on. And uh, the, the Celtics are they're playing the Wizards again next game. So we'll have some stuff to talk about when we reconvene next week. All right. All right. So, <laughs> Tim, I will see you. That's a you. nice part. <laughs> I will, I'll, see. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, Sunday. Oh, yeah. I'll see you Sunday.